0: Good morning. Welcome to the Flame of Fire podcast. I am your host, Pastor David Bobbitt, pastor of the Liberty Baptist Church in Union, New Jersey. Thank you for joining us today as we uh, continue our series we just started, um, entitled To the Praise of His Glory. It's a study through the book of uh, Ephesians, and uh, I hope and trust it'll be a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us this morning. Um, as we are, we've just started in chapter one, and uh, we started a few days ago by looking at the Ephesians and gave you a little bit of a background of this church in Ephesus. And then the other night, uh, the other morning, we looked at what it meant to Uh, be an apostle. And and as um, Paul here was writing, he said he was an apostle by the will of God. And uh, his life that he lived was just focused on doing the will of God. It wasn't about um, Paul. It was about the Lord. And today I want us to continue here in chapter one, and I want us to see the believer's position in grace. I want us to see um, some of the blessings that we received at salvation. If you look at verse 3 of chapter 1, the Bible says, uh, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us, notice this, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And when we got saved, we received all heavenly blessings. We received all spiritual blessings. And all of it was made possible uh, because of Christ. And so we have these spiritual blessings. We have these heavenly blessings. And as a Christian, as a child of God, our life is just loaded down with blessings. And all of it is because of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now in the next few verses, um, the Apostle Paul begins to write and tell us what some of these spiritual blessings are. And that's what I want us to see this morning. Verse 4 says, through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he hath abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us uh, the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullest of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven And which are on the earth, even in Him, uh, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of Him who worketh all things after the counsel of His own will, that we should be to the praise of His glory, who first trusted in Christ. And that's verses four through twelve of Ephesians. Of Ephesians chapter 1. And so as Paul begins to describe these spiritual blessings, he uses some words to describe these blessings, to describe salvation that I want us to look at this morning. And and this morning we're going to get through most of these words. I'm going to save two, the last two words I'm going to save for the broadcast tomorrow morning to focus on. But let's go ahead and let's look at these verses here, verses 4 through 12. And I want us to see some of these words that Paul uses to describe the blessings we received at salvation. First of all, in verse 4, he says this, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Now, here's what I want us to see that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Think about that holy and without blame. Holy and without blame. There's nobody listening this morning that could raise their hand and say, I- I'm holy and without blame if it were not for Christ. And when when you look at who we are, the Bible tells us that there's none righteous, no, not one. The Bible says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. In fact, in Isaiah chapter 64 and verse six, this is what the Bible uses. This is the description the Bible gives to describe our righteousness or our goodness. It says, but we are all as an unclean thing and all our righteousnesses, that's the best part of us, our righteousnesses are as filthy rags and we all do fade as a leaf and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away and so in and of ourselves there's no good thing in and of ourselves we are filthy rotten sinners but yet we find uh here in christ because of christ because of salvation that paul writes this church and says uh in christ you are holy and without blame thank the lord uh philippians chapter 3 and verse 9 says this Uh, and be found in him, of course, that him is Christ, and being found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness, which is of God by faith. Oh, the first thing we see in Ephesians chapter one, here's Paul's talking about these spiritual blessings. We who were once uh, sinners are now holy and without blame before the Lord, all because of Christ. Let's look at the next thing. Look at verse five. Uh, Paul writes and says, having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Think about that. We have been adopted into the family of God. That word adoption is what I want us to see. Um, the, the great I am is our heavenly father. Uh, we are now a child of the king of kings adopted into his royal family. I, uh, I have uh, my sister-in-law, uh, Jackie, she is adopted into the family. And, and the truth is, if you spend time with my in-law's family, uh, Jackie will be there. Most people don't know she's adopted. Uh, she, she's part of the family. And even though she was adopted, she's not treated different. She's not looked at different. Um, she, she became, when they adopted her, She became part of that family. And even though there may not be any blood relation, there's still a family relationship here. And and you think about people that you know that are adopted. The truth is the laws for adoption are stronger in favor of the adopted child than they are in favor of um, actual children. But I, I want you to notice what the Bible says, though, in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7 about this adoption. This is incredible. In whom we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. You see, we were adopted uh, into the family of God by blood. And that's uh, stronger than even a legal adoption. It's a blood relation. In fact, Titus chapter 3 and uh, verse 5 tells us this, not by works of our righteousness as we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration, by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. That word regeneration means to be regened to get new genes, to get a, uh, it means a new birth. And so when we were adopted into the family of God, we were regened into that family. We became blood relatives. Oh, the adoption is secure. It's permanent. What a wonderful thing in salvation we have adoption. The next word I want us to see, uh, verse six says, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of, of his grace, uh, grace. The next word I want us to see this morning, the next spiritual blessing that we receive—that salvation—is the grace of God. Probably the best definition I've ever heard of grace is God's riches at Christ's expense, and of course that's an acronym as well of the word grace. But you see, mercy is is not getting the punishment we deserve, but grace is getting favor and blessing when God's wrath and judgment is deserved. At salvation, we deserved hell, oh, but instead we got grace. Uh, Grace is not just being forgiven, but you see, when we got saved, we weren't just forgiven of our sins. Oh, we we received a home in heaven. We received a relationship with God. We were able to go Lord in prayer. We were able to receive strength from God. That is the grace of God. We received the riches, the, the, the Bible says, Ephesians, we receive the riches of his grace. The next word I want us to see is the word accepted. Verse six, it says, to the praise of his glory, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. You see, before salvation, we were like the bond son and the bond son in Genesis that was cast out. We were like the goat in Leviticus that they would drive outside of the camp. We stood before God rejected, marred by sin. The death penalty was on us. Oh, but now in Christ, we're accepted. We're talking about spiritual blessings, the word accepted. The next word I want us to see this morning is the word redeemed. Uh, Verse 7, it says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Redeemed. The word redeemed is the same as a a ransom payment. Think about this. We were held captive by sin and death, and Jesus ransomed, ransomed us by his blood. That word redeemed, it also means to buy back. You see, we were God's as his creation, but separated from him in sin. And now we are his again uh, by salvation. So we were his by creation, and now we're his by salvation. We are twice his. This is redemption. We are redeemed. We're bought back. We were purchased. We were ransomed by the blood of the lamb. The next word I want us to see this morning, and the final word we'll look at today, is this word forgiven. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7, it says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. You see, God's forgiveness is unlike any human forgiveness. In fact, in Psalms uh, 103, uh, he tells us that as far as the east is from the west, So far hath he removed our transgressions from us. When God forgives us of our sins, he forgets them. He removes them from us. In 1 John 1, 9, we find that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and then to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Oh, think about this. We have the forgiveness of God and all of this was made possible through Christ. So as Paul opens up chapter one, he's writing to this church in Ephesus and he tells them that they have received uh, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. In other words, because of salvation, because of the work of Christ. Oh, and then he listed these things that were spiritual blessings. He talked about Being holy and without blame. He talked about our adoption. He talked about the grace of God that we receive, the riches of His grace. He talked about this word being accepted. Now we're accepted before Christ. He said we're redeemed and we're forgiven. Tomorrow we're going to look at the next two words here in this chapter that Paul um, talks about. I I hope you'll join us tomorrow morning. I love the book of Ephesians. So excited to jump into it as we see, first of all, as we see, first of all, in our lesson here, the believer's position and grace. Uh, Thank you for listening this morning. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this beautiful day. I thank you for the opportunity we have to serve you. Lord, you've been so good to us. Uh, When I think of all the blessings we received at salvation, Father, it's overwhelming. Lord, thank you for what you've done for us. Help us to live for you. Lord, as Romans chapter 12 tells us to be a living sacrifice. Lord, I pray today we present ourselves before you as a living sacrifice. We love you. We need you. I pray you'd help us and lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.